From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. Somebody who knows the greatness of Hashem knows that even an angel can serve Hashem according to Hashem's loftiness. The essence, the most important thing about serving Hashem is your will. Those are the words of Rabbi Nachman from conversation number 51, Sikhs Haran. Now the secret of the will is the secret of your soul. The highest part of your being is your will. And that will is synonymous with your soul. And this is the point where Rav Nassim explains that not only is will the essence to serving Hashem, it's also the essence in how the Jewish people created this bond, the covenant of receiving the Torah. And it's because of this bond that will becomes the essence of how a person can actually fulfill his mitzvah of rebuking his friend. How does it work? So this is the laws of co-signing. What is a co-signer? Sir Nussin explains. If two guys take out a loan from one guy, each one of these loanees becomes a co-signer for his friend. And now Rav Nussin connects this to the covenant that the Jewish people entered into when they signed on the dotted line, when they said, we want the Torah. Ki kol Yisrael arevim Every Jewish person takes responsibility for the other. In general, fulfilling the Torah, and fulfilling all the mitzvahs in the Torah, all of it is the aspect of taking responsibility, co-signing, undersigning for our brethren. There's no greater gift than the gifts of the Torah. You know, Shabbos is called a gift. Being Jewish is a gift. And with gifts comes what? Responsibilities. What does it mean, responsibilities? Not only do I have the responsibility of performing my mitzvahs, I actually have to worry about the guy who's sitting next to me who's drilling a hole underneath his seat. We're in one boat together because Rav Nelson's going to explain there was no possible way that the Jewish people could have been offered such an exalted proposition without achieving unity. The Torah was not given to an individual. The only way the Torah was given to the Jewish people was through unity. The co-signer takes responsibility that he's going to return the money to the loaner. The Alkain, call Yisrael, all the Jewish people are co-signers for their brothers. It's impossible to fulfill the Torah without this word ratzah. When we say Yehi Ratzon, what, what are we actually saying? I am now going to do something, and I want to align my will with your will, God. And I want my alignment to arouse your supernal will. But there's a big problem, and the big problem is, is that I'm a finite human being. I'm not the Arizal. I'm not Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. I'm not the Baal Shem Tov. How do you want me to arouse the supernal will? I'm down here. God's infinite. I have intention now. My will 
is to do what I'm about to do as if I performed it with all of the expertise that all the tzaddikim knew. Ratzon bridges finite to infinite. So if Nassim says it's impossible to reach this level of will except through three things. Unity, love, and peace of all the Jewish people. And that's the way that the Jewish people actually received the Torah. Now Reb Nelson is saying something even more profound. Why is it that that's what's needed in order to make this connection? Because after all, to where are we trying to connect with an entity called Hashem, who's called the Echad HaPashut? He is the ultimate oneness. Ha'aras Aratzim is founded on the idea of Amuna. We believe, Be'emunah Shlema, we believe with perfect faith that everything is driven with one captain at the, at the helm. Hashem is the manhig, and there's only one ratzah. It's through this word, unity. The more the Jewish people are in a state of unity, and they're incorporated in one will, that's the secret of the mitzvah, v'ahavta l'recha kemocha, who klal godo b'torah. The mitzvah of loving your neighbor like yourself, your brother like yourself, is a great klal of the Torah. Ki Torah is ratzon, it's the ratzon of Hashem. And it's impossible to merit this ratzon except ayide ava v'achdus. Says Reb Nossin, this is a wonder. Why should I have to take responsibility for my friend? Wouldn't it be enough that I would myself be able to fulfill my obligations? And also... It's difficult. Hello, arva, arva tzorich. <laughs> this is a kind of funny kind of thing, you know. I have a gamach. And a lot of times, people who take out a loan, they bring a cosigner. But the cosigner also has a loan by me. <laughs> all, these, all these poor people are coming to cosign for the other poor people. How does this work? Nobody's got collateral. So Reb Nelson's asking just logistic questions. How does this work? If I can't make sure that I'm going to fulfill my obligations towards Hashem in fulfilling all the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah, what's it going to help for me to take responsibility for my brother? Good question. If you can't make sure about yourself, how are you going to take responsibility and co-sign for your friend? It's impossible for anybody, even for one individual, to fulfill the Torah without this concept of co-signing. The only way a person can serve Hashem is through Ratzah. Therefore, when we signed on the dotted line of this very important contract, every single person became responsible for his brother. Now, this is where our responsibility to rebuke our brother comes from. Says Reb Nassim in the next paragraph, not only was it imperative for us to exercise our supernal will in order to enter into the covenant, but being a cosigner for other people also involves the concept of will. And Reb Nassim is going to explain. The idea of taking responsibility for my brother, this is where rebuke comes in. And the truth is, who has the ability to do such a thing? 
to rebuke another person. One of the problems about rebuke, he doesn't really know what's lacking in his friend. He's not looking through his friend's window. And even if he looked in his window and he saw what's wrong in the house, he still doesn't know if his friend's going to listen to him if he says something. And even if his friend listens, he doesn't know if his friend's going to be able to overcome the challenges that he's challenged with. Therefore, says Rav it's very hard to fulfill this mitzvah of rebuke and therefore to fulfill my obligation as taking responsibility for the whole entire Jewish nation. And this is really what we started with that Rebbe Akiva said, not everyone is fit to give rebuke. And if we're not able to rebuke, halavai, if only we could fulfill our own obligation. Since this mitzvah, according to what we're saying right now, is quote-unquote impossible, don't give up. What can you do? You say the following. I know I have an obligation to help my friend. I really want to, but there's problems in the way. So therefore, I'm going to want to help my friend. But how does that translate into words? What does it mean that I want to be able to help my friend? That my will is very strong to see the goodness for my friend and the goodness for all the Jewish people. Let us remember that the essence of who we are is our soul. And our soul is nothing more than a portion of the supernal soul. And what is the definition of God? God is the do-gooder. He wants to see good for everyone. Therefore, the essence of what I want for everybody in the world is good. But there are barriers for me. And therefore, my 24-7 pulse, when I put my finger on my pulse, what's going through my veins? The desire to see good for everyone. That everybody should get the ultimate good. What is the ultimate good? The eternal good. That everyone should merit to return back to the truth and come close to Hashem. And that's the only real good that there is. That's the only success. That's the only true success. And everything else is just vanity. We said earlier that even regular mitzvahs, when a person comes to shul, he's got his talus back there, and he says the hirot son, and he says the prayers before putting on talus and tefillin, and he says, I know that I'm finite. I want to do this. But <laughs> Nussin says that often a person is so mixed up when he leaves and puts it all back in the bag, he's not sure if he actually put the towels and filling on. <laughs> That's the regular mitzvahs. That's the ones that we do every day. Those are the mitzvahs that you can do. You don't need to take responsibility for the whole Jewish people. Therefore, all the more so, the mitzvahs that we don't have the ability to fulfill, for instance, the holy mitzvah of rebuke. This type of mitzvah, certainly the only way to fulfill this mitzvah is with will. Every single one of us has the obligation to love every single Jew like his soul mamish. 
That's the mitzvah of loving your brother like yourself. Certainly, when it comes to a mitzvah like rebuke, the only way to, to fulfill it is through will. A person is obligated to yearn that every single Jew should merit to come close to Hashem. And then he says, and in the midst of this atmosphere of love and unity and peace, if it's possible to slip in a good word to your friend about serving Hashem, certainly that would be amazing. Because every single person has a mitzvah to talk to his friend, to communicate to his friend good ideas about how to come close to Hashem. That's not called rebuking. But the essence, the most important thing, is the atmosphere, the aura of will. The will to see other people do well in life. That is our essence. That's what we need to get in touch with. By talking about these ideas, we're getting clarity on the goal of human existence. This is really what we want. We want to be like God. What does it mean to be like God? To want to see good in the world. And that's the secret of how to successfully fulfill our obligation of taking responsibility for the Jewish people. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.